0: You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to
1: allthews.3cr.org.au.
0: We know you love listening to 3CR, but we also know that many of you haven't downloaded the Community Radio Plus app yet. The app lets you tune in anywhere and share the station with your friends. So, show the love and share the love and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. Now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning, let it rain on drum and kick all trouble out the door. Beat me that rhythm on the drum. Beat me that rhythm on the drum. Beat me that rhythm on the drum. And kick all trouble out the door. Kick him out the door. Kick him out the door. Kick him
2: out the door. Kick him out the door. Kick him out the door. Well, here we are. Welcome to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR. This program is podcast. It's also on Instagram and God only knows where Kelly Whitworth has put this program. Where else have you put it, Kelly? X. X? What do you mean X?
1: That's the old Twitter.
2: Oh, I thought it was an X-rated movie. Facebook. Facebook.
1: And uh, the 3CR website. Right. That's enough for you, isn't and th- it? And
3: that's Radical Australia.
1: That's Radical Australia.
2: And we're the only ones who've got that, that what do they call it, a tick hub? What do you call it? I don't know. Tag, tag. We're the only with that tag, Radical Australia. Yeah,
3: Radical
2: Australia 3CR. Oh, 3CR. Yeah.
0: Okay,
2: yeah. Well, we've got a live one today. Yeah, I'd good, like to thank, I'd good. like to thank you. Now, we have somebody who's exceptionally difficult. We have Jill, Zoe's friend, Lockwood Esquire. How art thou, Jill?
1: Very well, thank you. And yourself?
2: Well, nobody asks how I am. Nobody cares. You care, do you?
1: Well, that's life, isn't it? Is it? We care for one another.
2: You're kidding. You must that's be an not. old fo- fogey if you care. F- if you believe in <laughs> no, that.
1: No, he nearly slipped, then.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did nearly slip. Now, Jill,
1: yeah. I know
2: I shouldn't ask you this, but what year were you born?
1: 1944.
2: 1944, a war baby. Did your dad no. come back from the front? and no. And that's how come you were born, no? No, I was
1: born January 6, 1944. But I'm
2: thinking nine months previously was he out out of the country and then came back from... No. Leave? Is that how you come on the, on the planet? No, no.
1: I, I don't know that side. You don't
2: that. know that side. <laughs> and what was your dad's name?
1: Albert.
2: Albert. And your mum?
1: Linda.
2: And uh, I assume they're not with us anymore. No. No, and um, only nice things. What were they like as parents?
1: Pretty good.
2: Pretty good, yeah. What did they do?
1: Oh, everything. Community, minded. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, so we grew up and. Mm. We, um, we, we. What do you mean we? Yeah, I did have a brother, but we'll skip that one. We'll skip that one, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. So I grew up, mm. I had two grandmothers mm. and one grandfather.
2: What, all living in the same house? No. no,
1: I came home from hospital and my mother's mother was living with them. Right. And try as I might, as I got older, try and get things out of her. I couldn't. No. She was born in 1874 so she was just on 70 years old Mm. when I was born Mm. Um, but she was an era you say nothing you do nothing Um, I learned that she had lost two children, one at six months and one drowned in the 1917 floods in Renmark Mm. Um, but as I grew older, I did want to ask all those questions. But one day we went in a car. Um, my mum had a big picnic and whatever have you. And we were going to, oh, I've now forgotten the name of the little town. It's no longer a town, it's south of.
2: So, where, where, where were you born?
1: I was born in Epworth in Richmond.
2: In Richmond, where did you live?
1: In Thornbury.
2: So a little town outside of Melbourne. Do you um, know a
1: oh, it's it's way outside. Um, be- Beveridge? No, yeah. it's it's on. It's a wheat belt now. Uh, um, wheat there's belt. There's only one or two shops standing, right. and I just can't remember. It doesn't the name matter. We're going but for anyway. a, long, a long drive. Anyway, we went now. for a long drive. We were going mm. to see my grandfather's grave. Yep. yep. I'd never met him. He died when he was 50 years old. Mm. Um, I tried to talk to my grandmother. She wouldn't let me know. Nothing. Nothing she would reveal. Anyway, Majorca was the town, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we went out to the little cemetery. And what I'd said to my mum, oh, I might be able to read his gravestone. Mm. She said, darling, there'll be nothing there. Right. And I said, oh... Anyway, I decided I was very disappointed. I was about five or six years old. Mm. Got back in the car. My grandmother's sitting in the back seat with me on the passenger's side and she's sitting nearest the door. I'm sitting next to her. We arrive in this big broad street in Majorca Mm. and over the other side of the road I could see this little old lady sweeping abroad, footpath mm. outside a shop yep. under the veranda, my grandmother starts getting very, very fidgety and I'd never seen her like that. Mm. So I thought, what is this? <laughs> Dad does a Yui, parks a car parallel, grandma throws the door open of the car, and they fall into one another's uh, one another's arms right. like twelve year old girls. Mm, mm. So they must have been kids at school Good. and I learned yes. a lot that day.
2: What did you learn that you can I tell us? I
1: learned that they were kids at school, mm. that my grandmother's mother was the teacher at the school mm-hmm. and her father was the Methodist minister. Mm. I also learned that they got up to mischief and all that mm. sort of thing, and I oh, wow, I've got you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, where did you go to school in Melbourne?
1: Uh, I went to Fairfield North.
2: Fairfield North Public uh, School? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You weren't dragoon into a Catholic school, all of the kids were no. in those days? No. No. You weren't, you weren't, no. You went to Irish descent?
1: Uh, yes, yeah. and my great aunts used to speak Gaelic. Mm. But, they would never teach us. Right. She never. They. None of them. That was their secret. If they were speaking Gaelic, they were in their own little world. Yeah. Um. Mm. So that was sad. Mm. Um. This was my father's side of the yes. family, by the way. Um. Yeah. So. Did
2: you? How about your mother's side of the family?
1: Um. She had a sister. Um. And she and my uncle had a son. Yeah. Mm. So, but other than that, yeah, I grew up. I was happy.
2: So in Fairfield, mm. were you skipping around the playground, playing on the monkey bars, yeah, scraping your knees on the on the concrete quadrangle? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Staring from the playground across to the Dandenongs and saying, I love that place.
2: Uh, You could see them then? Oh, yes. Uh, Oh. uh, yes. uh. And
1: a lot of weekends we would go up as family to the Ferntree Gully National Park.
2: Why would you do that?
1: Because it's lovely to do that. It's lovely to be in bushland. Right. What there is left of it up there. Right.
2: So when you finished primary school, did you go to a high school? Yeah, I
1: went to Heidelberg Girls Secondary School. Oh, how
2: long were you there for?
1: Till year 10. Right. But they started off as year 7 mm. and then the following year, year 7 came in and we became 8 mm. and so on. And each year our um, headmistress, as they called the females back then, used to have to apply to the education department for the following year. Mm. And after... About June or July of the year of um, year 10, she applied for year 11 and she read the letter out to us when it came back saying that, um, sorry about this, but they're girls, they'll only get married, so if they want to join somewhere, they find their own way, Mm. so I went to night school and... Finished, hang on hang, on,
2: hang on. Let's go back a step. Let's go back a step. You were what, fifteen?
1: No, I was sixteen.
2: Sixteen. So that would have been nineteen sixty then.
1: Yes.
2: This was right. the attitude in nineteen
1: sixty. Yes. The government
2: was. was willing to fund your no, education because you were girls. No, we were mm-hmm. girls. Well, I, I understand that. You and know,
1: if you yeah, yeah, obvi-
2: obviously they sent you to sewing classes and all those things.
1: Yes, um, but I did learn bookkeeping and typing and oh, shorthand. Yes, yes. So that's the part. What at I high rent. school? Yeah, at secondary. Yes, oh, preparing. And your, um, yeah. yes, I did work in an insurance company, and later on, I was a medical receptionist. How, how good is
2: your How good was your shorthand?
1: Oh, I can't remember that stuff. Well, could,
2: could you have become a legal stenographer? That's what I want uh, to
1: know. no, I didn't want to. You that, didn't want to. No, no. Didn't, didn't want to do that sort of stuff.
2: So, so you're st- when you, what was your first job?
1: I worked in an insurance company.
2: Right, and what were you doing there?
1: I was at the back typing up um, letters yep. and um, insurance policies, mm. and mm. Um, I learned to use a Ronio machine, Ooh. very black ink. <laughs>
2: well, that's high tech. <laughs> learned to use uh, a yeah. I know about Ronio machines. And yeah. then
1: later on, I wa- went into the addressograph.
2: Excuse me.
1: Uh, well, it's a computer place now rather than an addressograph. What was
2: an addressograph? Come uh, on, enlighten we
1: used me. To, we used to cut plates.
2: Ah, oh, yep, yep.
1: So that they could be printed out yep. onto renewals and mm. the belt would go along. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, 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 and
2: how long did you stay at home for? How old were you when you left?
1: 19.
2: Any particular reason? You yeah, I got the married. Excuse me, are you a child bride, are you?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Uh,
2: well, when did when, when all this love business happen? You know, you got married at 19, you must... What was the gentleman's name?
1: His name was Roger.
2: Roger. Yeah. And wasn't Roger the Dodger? No. No, no,
1: right. No. No. No, so where, where did you So where, where did you meet Roger? Um, we met at a party and yeah. we became good friends. And, uh, I think uh, more than good friends. No, 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 no. <laughs> never did until the night we were married. married so. right. I
2: won't ask you about that night.
1: No. It would
2: be very rude in my face.
1: that's what happened in yes, those days. Yes, it was. Days. It was.
2: That's what I want, that's what I want yeah. to explain to people. That was very important in those days. Days. It
1: was because mm. the old ladies down the road in the neighbourhood would start, they would mark the calendar, yes, and um, keep asking questions. Yes, yeah,
2: yes. because contraception kind, wasn't what a kind big
1: kind of questions.
2: It was about is she pregnant yet? Yeah, are yeah, you going no, to be
1: a grandma? When are you going to be, be a grandma?
2: That's right, because they want. Oh, you have no idea how it was like. <laughs> Ask your mother. Kelly, ask your mother. She'll oh. tell you what it was like.
1: That's crap. Well, oh, no, no, no. We nah. were women. We were second rate. That's we true. could not go into a bar and drink. I never went into the bar at Young and Jackson's till I was well, well,
2: hang on. There's always
1: 35. There's always 30 the ladies' lounge. There was
2: always the ladies' lounge. Yeah,
1: but I'll <laughs> tell you this. One day, well, we left for the basin and went to live in lake bolac and i used to do my shopping in ararat and this particular day i'd been up to the other end of the street near where the big m word is now Mm. it used to be park up there um and i went to the material shop and i picked out a couple of designs and things Mm. that i wanted we were going to melbourne And I had a couple of, we had a couple of um, dates to Mm. attend. Anyway, I'm walking back and my Mm. 16-month-old son at the time, he spies a child roughly around his age on the same side of the footpath walking the opposite direction. Mm. And as, before they got there, they were six shops apart. And these kids had lungfuls. They were yelling at the top of their voice. And when they arrived, they clasped hands, little black chubby hands in my white kids' hands. Mm, mm. And the First Nations woman was about my age and she said, separate them, separate them, we'll get into trouble. And I said, do you want a screaming baby on your hand? They're doing nothing wrong. Oh, but somebody will come and somebody will us. Yes. And I said, if somebody comes up, I was only 22 then, yes. I said, I will tell them to get stuffed.
2: Yes, yeah, so that would have been, yeah, 66. So, yes. Yeah, people, As, people don't understand what it was like, you know, in that, in that, during I that period. But I learned
1: something else mm. that day. She mm. said, being in Ararat today, my husband's been given permission to drink in the local pub. Mm. down by the municipal offices
3: Mm.
1: and I said oh that's lovely that's that's great Mm. and she said but I'm not allowed to and I said oh dear neither am I we have to go to the ladies lounge she said I've got news for you I'm not allowed in the ladies lounge so that was the second time that day mm. I'd heard of racism. Yes. Well, I knew of racism, but, mm. yeah, mm. so. How did that make you feel when she told those things to you? I was sad. Yeah. Um, but then when I look at, back at my own history, my um, postmaster said to me one day, it was Australia Day or Newly Australia Day, mm how do you feel do you celebrate i said we've never ever celebrated australia day in our lives why should we now Mm. and he said but but i said no they didn't till the tall ships came Mm. into sydney harbour in the middle 80s and they started celebrating that day Mm. and it virtually became around australia because back when um, if twenty sixth fell on Wednesday, you could take either all weekend or the nearest weekend.
2: That's right. Yeah,
1: that's the way it was done.
2: Yeah, I think I think people need to understand that things have changed.
1: Anyway, he said mm. to me, "But don't you celebrate?" I said, "Why would I celebrate?" Mm. I said, "My ancestors from Ireland were given two choices by the landed gentry: a noose or a stinking." I'll say, no, I won't swear on radio. Can oh, you look, imagine? I'll give, I'll give
2: you permission. A uh, shit it's a-
1: hole yeah. then. Yes. Because once they went in the hole, mm. nobody would go down there. They were stuck down there. They had a ball and chain dragging round their ankle. It was the toilet. It was everything. Mm. And they were lucky they survived. So I worshipped them mm. for taking... That nasty stand mm. and here I am.
2: So how many kitties have you had?
1: I had two.
2: Two. Are they still with us? Yes. Oh, excellent. Any grandkids?
1: Uh yes. I have five great grandchildren. I mean not great. I have <laughs> five grandchildren yeah. and four great grandchildren. Four great
2: grandchildren. Ah, but the
1: great grandchildren are four. Yes. Two and a half. Yes. Uh, one and a half, yes, and tomorrow will be a week old. Oh, congratulations! So all in the one congratulations. family.
2: Congratulations! Yeah. Thank
1: you, but they're in Brisbane. Ah, oh, it's all I right. I sent them a huge box like this. Oh, that's lovely.
2: So yeah. you you followed the Irish tradition, fecund. You know the word fecund?
1: No, <laughs> I just. Do my thing. That's um, right.
2: Fertile, fertile family. That's what fecund <laughs> means. Is
1: it? Oh well.
2: It's, you're a fertile family, which is good. So it's all right.
1: It's okay. I think this is funny.
2: Well, it's supposed to be. <laughs> when well, I was we're talking, med- we're talking for fifty-six minutes. I've got to lighten things up occasionally. <laughs> when otherwise was, people are going to turn off.
1: When I was a When I was a medical receptionist. <laughs> yes. I worked in the waiting. Hang on, room. let's go back. And I, Jill,
2: Jill, I'm running the interview. So just be he's careful. The boss, Jill. Just, just be careful. Okay. Nothing has changed since when you weren't you were, you weren't allowed in the ladies' lounge, all right? Nothing has oh. changed. Oh, you were allowed, but your friend <laughs> wasn't. Now, yeah. when did all this start? When did you start work as a medical receptionist?
1: I didn't start working as a medical receptionist till nineteen. Seventy-eight.
2: So you worked as in an insurance firm. I worked up till in seven, insurance yeah.
1: firm. Then I finished, and I mm-hmm. had my children. Yep. Um I worked at Swinburne University for a little while. And what did you do there? Uh, I was in student records. Right. Um. At, yeah. At Hawthorne. And Hawthorne, Yeah, because yep. there was only that one Campus, Um And yep. then when I was offered the job, I wouldn't take it because I had a five-year-old. Mm. And a nearly eight-year-old, there's two and a half years' difference between my two. Yeah, so um, I just stayed around and eventually found a job um, in a re- as a medical reception. We started the practice up. But what I was going to say to you was mm-hmm. I did not like working. Well, they were sick people, but I was going to get them to laugh.
2: Ah, like that
1: you're ready to job. job, yes. So yes. I would even if they didn't know one another, I would make sure we all did and when they got talking I would drop out and mm-hmm. continue my work yep. which I've always kept up. So how did
2: you get how did you do that? You you're quite right. You got a, you got a medical um you medical receptions, you've got a room full of patients, you got a doctor who's who is trying to do their best, and they're always running behind time. So how did you get them to laugh?
1: He was fabulous, the boss I worked for. What was his name? Oh, Hung He Chia. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, He's a lot older than me, and he's probably retired now. But anyway... I hope he is. um, (laughs) (laughs) He was born in 44. (laughs) Uh, He was born earlier than that. Um, Anyway... He came out of the waiting room, I came out to the waiting room one day and he said to me, and he said to the patients, do any of you need to see me? (laughs) (laughs) And then he picked up the next history card and off he went. Yeah, Yeah, but if you're going to work on somebody or find what's wrong, you need a relaxed body. That was my Mm. thoughts on the matter.
2: Now, I like that word, work on. It's got a number of connotations. Did you actually have to resuscitate anybody in the waiting room?
1: Uh, yeah, one time
2: yeah.
1: he'd had an inoculation for something and was asked to wait for 15 minutes mm-hmm. and he waited and he fell off the chair in a dead weight of course because I couldn't catch him mm. so I just laid him over and made sure that he was in prone position and his he was breathing, right. and I immediately knocked on the door and said, Quick, come. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's so. a lot of,
2: you realise there's a lot of paperwork involved if the patient dies in the waiting room.
1: I would after, think after so. After
2: inoculation, you know. I yeah. would think and so. And that, that's a good story, you know, because people forget. That after an inoculation, you need to hang around for 10 to 15 minutes in case you have an allergic response. You
1: do.
3: Mm. You
1: do. Mm. In fact, uh, when COVID was on and we were having these inoculations, I went along to a surgery because the surgery I visit wasn't doing it at the mm. time. Mm. And you had to fill in the form and whatever have you. And course, if I have horse serum, it makes me swell. I not straight away. The reaction takes place slowly over time. Mm-hmm. So I nearly choked to death at the time. But anyway, that was another now, hang story. Hang on. No, tell us about it. But that. anyway.
2: No, no, no. Let's go back. Uh, look, the, yeah. thing, the thing is I'm, I'm interested in – I'm sure people think you can't just say I nearly choked to death and say, <laughs> let's move on. Now, <laughs> you know, tell us about the experience. What happened Well, here?
1: what happened? I woke up. I yeah. couldn't see. And I made my way out to the toilet mm. um, and then I just couldn't breathe anymore and I thought, no. Nah, this is not right. I knew it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd had a skin test because mm. I jumped on a rusty nail, for right. I was at the top of the tank stand and I jumped down oh. and I was wearing safety boots, slippers, oh. right. and of course <laughs> the nail went through, yes, the heel. So it was a tetanus injection, wasn't yes, it? Yes, and, uh, and next day I was, yeah. So yeah, but I survived.
2: So did you get medical intervention, or you just yes. lay on the ground for a few no, hours? No, no,
1: no. <laughs> um, we sorted it all out. My husband sorted it all out, and uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, we were. Fine. This is Roger. Yeah, well, there's only one guy in my life. Well,
2: look, you don't know. I've had the bloke I had last week. I interviewed, his name shall remain nameless. He had three wives, so. <laughs> no, <laughs> that doesn't mean you couldn't have three husbands. No, no see. Uh,
3: I still so what, what, wear what, what, his
1: wedding ring.
2: What type of uh, work did Roger do?
1: Uh, he was a mechanical engineer. He worked right. at Swinburne. Mm. Um, he designed tools. He did all sorts of things, technical mm. stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we restored a Triumph, a Triumph 2500 Twin Carby car together. Stop swearing. Re- Stop
2: swearing. <laughs> I got no idea what you're talking you about. You
1: don't. Don't you know what a triumph twin is? I know what a
2: triumph is. I don't know. What twin carby? What, what, well, I what had you I Twin carby reddit. Are you a bloke or something?
1: You no. know more about,
2: you, got, you know more about cars I than I had,
1: do. I had a very good friend in my husband who treated women equally.
2: Did he? Yes. Uh, Unlike a,
1: Joe apparently. Yeah,
2: it's 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 a shame that we got men like that in the world. <laughs> they make it difficult for us.
1: <laughs>
0: This um, is like a hot rod. Is it, <laughs> is it a hot rod?
1: <laughs> what the trial? Oh, tri- no, 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 no. Yeah. It's a sedan.
2: Did it have its original colour? That's what I want to know. Yes,
1: it was white, good. but we had to we had to panel beat it in mm-hmm. the garage, um, mm-hmm. and then when we well, we had to strip all the interior out of it. And What's this? Who, who are
2: these we? Who's this we? Roger
1: yeah. and myself. You two? Yes. He let
2: you in the garage?
1: Yes. What type
2: of caring husband is he?
1: <laughs> One where we shared the kitchen as well as the garage.
2: You shared the kitchen and the garage. Yeah. Next, you're going to tell me you shared the same bed.
1: We did. <laughs> oh, God,
2: that's this disgusting.
1: <laughs> we're getting rough here. <laughs> <laughs> All,
2: right. All right. How long were you in the... D- d- I've got to stop laughing. Oh,
1: can you just
3: mention that um, we're halfway through the show? Oh, and, yes. And Look, who we're speaking to? That would be nice. Yeah.
2: Excuse me, Madam Producer, Kelly Whitworth. Thank you for reminding this old fart. This is Radical Australia and Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. We are chatting, not interviewing, Jill, J-I-L-L, not Jillian, Zoe's friend, Lockwood. Here on 3CR, and the program is podcast, and bloody Kelly's put on every single social media site you can come across. Radical Australia, 3CR. How's that, Kelly? Do you you approve?
3: Supreme, Supreme supremo.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Very good. Sorry for the interruption. She's only the producer. She thinks she's running the show. Well, (laughs) she does. She She does. She does run the show. She does. You
1: can't. All right. So, how long did
2: you last as a medical um,
1: receptionist? Oh, uh, I. Twenty six years. Twenty six, and then I worked. So what? Part- the
2: kill, the kiddies grew up, left home, and you're still a medical receptionist. Yeah,
1: but and then I worked part time, and then I decided to work in childcare for the last six years of my working life.
2: What do you mean last six years of working life? How old were you when you were retired? Uh, Sixty six.
1: Sixty five.
2: Sixty five. But but you're seventy nine now.
1: Yes. What
2: have you been doing? Watching TV for the last no, fifteen years?
1: No, I've been working. <laughs> I work. Uh, I work in Knox Environment Society on a Thursday. She well, you, you believe in all this
2: climate emergency garbage?
1: Yeah, and I will be in Aldo's Creek tomorrow morning at Where? nine. Where? Where? Joe's Creek.
2: It's not my creek. I don't own
3: it's it. It's
1: called Old Joe's Creek, whether you like it or not. Where is it? It's a retarding basin at the foot of Army Road in Baronia Heights. Oh, that's not
3: it's far. It's a
1: block away from Dorset Road.
2: And what are you going to be doing there?
1: Uh Weeding, planting, mm. sawing, lopping, chopping. Mm. We do for two hours and then I go straight to the nursery and I'll get home about five after I've cleaned Excuse suits. me,
2: excuse me, what nursery?
1: Knox Environment Society. You've got
2: your own nursery too?
1: No, it's a community nursery. You actually Indigenous. work with other
2: people cooperatively doing good things for the world?
1: Yes.
2: And you're retired?
1: Yeah, oh, well, I'm not. I, that's <laughs> what retirement is, being yeah. able to do the things that you love doing. All oh,
2: right. Let's go back a little while. Let's go back. By uh, the
1: way, what's lopping... Chopping. Oh, lopping. You lopping. said lopping. Chopping. Lopping. Chopping. Yeah. No, lopping, lopping. Yeah. is with the, the big, uh, oh, no, yeah, that, now you got me, you're cutting, loppers. You cutting, you're cutting. You know, the big things that look like secateurs yeah, and you yeah, lop yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: and you push them together Cut, and you can push uh, them and together. And the tree
2: branches fall onto the ground. Yeah, That's you watch
1: lopping. your head though. You,
2: you wouldn't believe that um, Kelly's moved to the country and she doesn't know what lopping is. I just can't believe she you, will. Kelly. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I mean, I'm sure you'll be lopping where you are because all those tree branches drooping over your house. Yeah. So, your husband? How? How? Um, when did he die?
1: Oh, he died nine years and five months ago today. Right.
2: So you'd both retired when he died, did you?
1: Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, he died July thirteenth. 2014. Mm. Mm-hmm. But was it expected
2: or unexpected?
1: Unfortunately, it was expected. He had um, fat on his brain from concussion. Right. And nobody wanted to treat it. They did in America, but they didn't, and don't still hear we're learning about it. Right.
2: What do you so, mean? They t- was he treated in America? No,
1: no, no, no. Right. Um, but they did this sort of thing in America. Mm. I found out through watching TV one day, because mm. we could talk to one another. But acupuncture helped him anyway right. because he could put. Faces.
2: So, so you were looking after him for a while. Yeah. You? For it, how many years were you directly looking after him?
1: Oh, from 2010 till he went into a home in 2013. Mm. But. Um, he was in Martin Luther, mm-hmm. just up the road from me, yep. five minutes walk or right. two minutes drive. Yep. I'd pick him up at 9am in the... 9am is the morning, sorry, and I would get him back at 10 o'clock at night. night. right. So we'd spend the day doing whatever. Whatever. We'd go... Well, we were volunteering for Puffing Billy then, so...
2: Right. So did it affect him physically or mentally or both?
1: It bothered him because he couldn't speak. The right. fat had got to all the nervous system to yeah. stop mm. all this. Um, he couldn't write. Um, but having acupuncture, I he could talk to me and tell me we were going the wrong way right. and this should be, yeah. yeah. Or I'd ask him... Which way to go? And he'd get a map and he'd say, "We'll." It's
2: it's very, it's very difficult. I mean, I've been through the same situation. It's exceptionally difficult, especially when you've known somebody for almost fifty years since you were nineteen. Yeah, exceptionally to see them. to see them deteriorate. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. He was a swimmer, very fit man. Right. Yeah.
2: Mm, So just came out of the blue, did it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 2008, we mm. noticed at his mm. mum's funeral, mm. he could get up and speak, didn't need to, it was all up here, what he wanted to say, and yes. no matter what occasion, mm. and we just thought he was shocked because his mum had died and yeah. here we were at her funeral. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he he started to relax a bit and the guard came down and mm. yes, yeah, mm. I knew. You knew yeah, yeah. Right.
2: All right. Well, thank you for uh, talking about it. A lot of people won't, but thats it's, I think it's important.
1: It's life, and it it's is. important that I've said to you mm. about acupuncture mm. so some of these medics can start to think about it mm. because we're all people, whether you're a patient or not, you're yeah. a person. Well, I
2: think it's also important because it shows the love you had for each other and the fact that you had a life together. Yes. And it was a good life. Long-
1: It was. It was
2: a good life. You both were productive members of the community and you were doing work after you both retired.
1: Exactly. And even when he was ill, Mm. um, he was doing greet and meet a day out with Thomas in Emerald Mm. and he would sort of talk to the people and he'd take them to me Mm. to ask the questions. Right. And once they got the idea what was wrong, they would talk to him and he would sort of talk back mm. and that to me was marvellous, that's the way it should be. Yeah,
2: so when he died, when Roger died was did you find yourself at a loose end and you've Or
1: No, because I knew my family would be there for me right? Um, and I knew I had to be there for myself because that life may have ended but I'm here, there's something I should do. And we've always been members of Knox Environment Society since about 1990 for him mm-hmm. and me a couple of years later. And we worked together at the back of um, Ferntree Gully High School in a tin shed with a group of people till we finally moved over in to the glorious castle we have now.
2: The glorious what?
1: Castle. Excuse me. (laughs) Castle. (laughs) C A
2: S. What have you got? (laughs) Knights at the front and drawbridges. No, no, no. Could you explain what it
1: is? It's a beautiful big long shed.
3: It's a shed. We've got (laughs) a seed
1: bank. It's a special room of its own. We've got Uh a kitchen. We've got an office. We've Uh got. And we seedy ladies clean. We're called seedy ladies. Seedy, I can understand them. why you're
2: called a seedy we lady. We clean the seeds. I've looked at you, you're And a seedy hunters lady,
1: all right. and gatherers go, <laughs> go out on the weekend. Excuse
2: me, excuse me. Hang on, hang on. you got seedy ladies. Yes. And you've got hunters and gatherers. Yeah, they're called what? the
1: hags and they the go hags. out on the Saturday morning. Oh and we have the license. Have
2: you got any witches?
1: No. Oh, no.
2: No. No white witches. you no. just, just hags yeah. and seedy ladies. Yeah, and are, are we there have, any,
1: are there we any have seedy people, blokes? Yeah, we have people who who plant out the seeds and put them in the hut, and then they bring them when they've grown to little seedlings, and they prick them out and they put them in to the oh.
2: little containers. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah.
1: And then they go out for sale. What do you mean? Well, we, trying we sell to help, them.
2: You're trying to help we, the environment. We
1: sell, yes, they're indigenous <laughs> to our own area up in the Dandenong. So
2: what, what, what type of trees are you? Are you, are you kind of propagating <gasps> and flogging?
1: All the all the trees that grow in... Oh, oh, I've and, got uh, no idea where... Well, I don't know them all either. <laughs> well,
2: you're going one or two. You tell us one or two. Oh,
1: gosh. Mess mates.
2: Uh-huh. Any, mm. any gums?
1: Uh, well, that's a gum. Oh, thank you. That's a gum. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have banksias. Oh, I love banksias, uh, yeah. Oh, well, there's all sorts of...
2: Kangaroo oh, paws? No, no,
1: they're West Australia. Oh. I'm talking about Indigenous, and I mean what? the Dandenongs. To the Dandenongs. Yes, yes. You
2: don't grow those huge fern things there?
1: Yes, we do. Really. Mainly not the big ones. I don't know. I just clean seeds. I just make boxes out of weedy packets Uh, so that the people who buy the plants can take their little tubes home in.
2: Look, I've met a lot of people on this program and I've met a lot of people during my long life. I've never met met a seedy lady who cleans seeds. (laughs)
1: Wow, that's, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> See, it's about. But hang on,
2: how do you clean a seed? That's what I want to know.
1: It's very difficult.
2: Well, I thought so. That's why I'm asking you.
1: It comes back, the hags, when they bring them back. The they, hags, they're the hunters and written, gatherers. Yeah. yeah, they've written the date.
2: What, on the seed?
1: No, on the paper bag, I said. <laughs> right. They've written the date. They've written the type of plant and where they've Taken that plant from, mm-hmm. and what path and where, because you know that's what has to be put. Yeah, just in case you get charged for stealing seeds, I can understand that. Uh, no, <laughs> we've got licences. You've our, got
2: licences.
1: Yes, yes. To go
2: yes. hunting and collecting yes, seeds.
1: Yes, yes. Who yes. gives you
2: the licence?
1: Oh, I don't know that side of it either. I'm not involved in <laughs> the politics. You just clean seeds. I just have fun.
2: How do you clean a seed?
1: Well, when the paper bag comes to us, we write the date, like yep. I said, mm. where it's come from, mm. who collected it, mm. and any particulars about that particular Well, there's species. no clearing involved,
2: there's no clearing involved no, in that.
1: No, but we have to write all those particulars on a piece of paper and put them in the specie jar. Now, there's another use for medical specimen jars, That's isn't right. there?
2: is not is, is, is it a fecal or a urine jar? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we do have the larger ones too. <laughs> yeah. um, and we just clean the husks off. The ah, seeds. right. So
2: you, cle- well, you do yes. that by hand? Yes. Right. You pull the yes. husk Some off. Some people
1: use paintbrushes and we put the seed in the bowl. Right, right. After we've written all the details and put the little cushion in the bottom to moisture it, you know, mm-hmm. to suck mm-hmm. up the moisture. Mm-hmm. And then we clean the seeds. This sounds fascinating. It's... It can be boring if you're doing it on your own because I'm doing it at the moment for our veggie patch, our neighbourhood veggie patch.
2: Excuse me, you're also not only <laughs> helping the environment, you're growing vegetables which I assume you give not away.
1: Not in my place.
2: Not in your. No, no, no. but I mean it,
1: Yeah, the neighbourhood yeah. and it's at so, back a so salvation army. Hang on, on hang on. Is this road. a
2: this is a different crowd? Yes. Hang on. What are you doing in the veggie patch?
1: I'm You're being not community minded. No, we do reading and we grow veggies and yeah. we grow. Um, I don't know what you call them. Um, rhubarb. And rhubarb. Yeah. They, you know, they grow mm. all that sort mm. of thing. Now yeah. Hang
2: on, hang on. I'm going to pick your brain here. Every time I grow a rhubarb, it dies. Yeah. What am I doing wrong?
1: I have no idea because I killed the mine. <laughs> you too. kill yours too. <laughs>
2: We've got something else in common with rhubarb murderers.
1: So difficult
2: to grow. I'm sure it's easy if you you know what to do.
1: Maybe you can find out for us and get back to us on that one, Jill. I will. Mm. I will. Mm. (laughs) I'd like to know. I love rhubarb. I do too. And it's nice when you put it in a frying pan with a bit of liquid, a bit of honey and pear. And let it simmer. Mm, you've, and it's You've superb. forgotten the most
2: important thing. What? you got to lop it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you don't. What, you, you, you just you, break it off oh, you break at the bottom of its root. Because you don't. You, What's it, its root system called? Because that's what I do. Rhizome. Yeah. Right, yeah. Is that right? It, yeah, I think so. Because it's supposed to grow from there again. Hang on,
2: hang on. You're a seed husker and you're taking advice from a producer who doesn't even know. Oh, come on. She knew
1: that break. one. <laughs> I know
0: the <they're> really obscure. You're <laughs> not the really simple thing.
2: <laughs> All right. So you're involved in the vegeta- community vegetable yes. garden. You're involved in the seed bank. You're involved in the Knox environment group. What else are you doing? I mean, at I, your I age.
1: Belong, I belong to another group. There's only four of us left. There used to be <laughs> about Sorry 15 laughing. when I joined. Mm-hmm. Um, they were male and female, they were losing or lost their partners. And right. we used to visit one another's houses right. each month. Yep. Whoever was hosting, if it was winter, they would cook the soup. If it was summer, they would bring the sandwiches or the salad or whatever. Yes. And the others who were picked would how do it, how did you
2: How did you come across this group? Or did you form it yourself um, after, no, after Roger died?
1: No, I mm. didn't form it. I didn't form it. A friend of ours who was involved. Now, this is another thing. Roger was involved in swimming. Mm-hmm. He officiated at swimming. Right. And if one of his um, people uh, at, I think they were called back then Dandenong Rangers or something and Nunamoding Wadding and there's right. all those different groups. swimming pools mm-hmm. um, had races and whatever have you. And so Roger got put back into swimming what he was given, I guess. And uh, Margaret was one of his colleagues and friend because he he and Margaret's husband were friends too. But um, she was involved. She involved me, Margaret did. And um, it was good. But um, there's only four of us left now. Right. We lost Alice, mm. who used to. I introduced her to Kath, Right. and she used to run the seed bank. Right. So, yes, and so, she so died you, just recently. Did she? Yes. Mm.
2: So you really, you've really got this little vibrant community, but it does take effort, doesn't it?
1: Well, um, look, I don't most know. people. Look,
2: look, I'm I'm nearly your age. minus eight years or something, or seven. Oh,
1: you're a baby. Yeah,
2: I'm a baby, yeah. But I'm just saying what people forget is life doesn't end when you turn 70 or your partner dies or your kids move out. And a lot of people, their life ends there. I see so much of that myself.
1: I know that. Mm -mm. Um, And you try and tell somebody. I've spoken to them several times because we're... Opposite the library, our yeah. kiss nursery is, mm. and I've come across females who've been looking in, mm. or I've I've just spoken to them, and they've said, "What do you do?" Oh, I'd love to. I'm lonely. Come and join us. We need more people cleaning seeds, or mm. but uh, they never turn up. So mm. you can't do anything to
2: no, help. No. Do you find that? You're having trouble like a lot of organisations f- um, getting people to volunteer to help?
1: Um not to my knowledge. Oh, that's I've good. found quite a few mm. but there are a few nurseries um like Candlebark is um was Croydon's nursery, but mm. it's it's golf course took that over, so right. They're up in Murrellbark Mm. somewhere now, Mm. and I believe they're they're getting older. And Box Hills Community Nursery, I've been told they're older too. And and there's one in Ringwood down from the Ringwood swimming pool. Right. And uh, it's suffering from Mm. everybody growing old. That's the trouble.
2: What, growing old or (laughs) not being able to attract (laughs) young people? Not being able
1: to attract... Well, they're busy working, and some are working three or four jobs yes. because they don't want to live on the street, I guess.
2: Well, you're quite Homeless. right. Homeless. The pressures are, yes. are extraordinary on younger people these days, extraordinary yes. pressures. They come out with a hex debt if they go to university.
3: Yes. Then they've
2: got to pay extraordinary rents, yes. trouble getting a satisfactory job. I mm. mean, oh, look, I remember my first job, I just went around the industrial estate and knocked on the doors and at Lice Steel, they said, yeah, you're hired. And I was 16. I said, and I said, can I start tomorrow? And they said, no, we want you to start this afternoon. <laughs> but that doesn't happen. You it And you got to do CVs, police exactly. checks, oh, just for a crappy job.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just, just amazing. Mm. We just sound like two old farts talking about the bad old days. <laughs>
1: I'm not one of those.
2: <laughs> you're not one of them. Well, one old fart, that's me. Okay. So what's the secret to a productive life. I mean, you, you're 79, you'll be 80 in a few weeks. <laughs> well, your husband died about 14 years ago. Uh, you've had children, you've got...
1: Nine m- years ago, nine no, years no, and my five months.
2: My apologies. Today. Nine, nine years and five months, yeah. my apologies. You will be 80 in three weeks.
1: Three or four weeks, Can
2: yeah. You? Yeah, all right. I got that yeah. one right, not off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 we you have it um, Well, you've, you're on this earth for a reason,
2: what? What do you mean we're on the earth for a reason?
1: To live, unfortunately, <laughs> with some of these wars that are going on now, but I'm not going to get into that. Mm. It's it's chaos. It's killing, murder, that's all. It is murder. Um, yep. Do something with it. You go through stages of life. My stage of being married is over, but my life's not, mm. therefore I can still run, I can still get down on the floor and when I do see my great-granddaughter, I can put my belly on the floor and crawl and play worms with her.
3: Excuse That's me. That's
1: what life's all about. Well, you crawl and wriggle like a worm.
2: <laughs> you, you, you.
1: She's full.
2: I'm disgusted.
1: <laughs> Seen an octogenarian. He's jealous. He's jealous.
2: Well, you know, if I, if I crawled on the floor on my belly, I'd actually... Come on, look like a seal.
0: <laughs> oh, really cute one! Really cute one.
2: No, an ugly one. <laughs> yeah, an ugly seal. Yeah. More like a walrus, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, oh dear.
2: So, so, what are your plans for the future, Jill?
1: Oh, um, just. Day and alive, enjoying what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, the time will come when I can no longer live alone. I love cooking, I love baking. I, I don't like housework, but I like to keep it up to date. Well, that's fair <laughs> and enough. And I yeah. love gardening, but I do employ a gardener because I have a huge plot. Mm. It's nearly half an acre. Wow! What and have you? What do
2: you? What do you got in these half acre? What do you got?
1: Oh, it's full of. Indigenous plants, huge trees, right. um, median-type shrubs, mm. ground covers I hope, and weeds at times.
2: I can see developers looking at that half-acre block <laughs> with dollar signs in their eyes.
1: Unfortunately, that's all they care about. Mm. They don't care about anything mm. as long as they get their pay, mm. their money Mm. Mm. It's
2: a worry. It's a worry. That's it a lifetime. Are you, you and Roger, were you in the same home all the time? Or yep. So how many years have you been on this this uh, pathway block?
1: Well, we built, we bought the land in 1961. Yeah. I was 17, but we didn't build on it till 1971. We moved in September. So it's 52 years since we've been in that house.
2: Mm. So you'd know every plant, every tree. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And how about every possum?
1: Yes, (laughs) um, I do. We'd come home, we'd work volunteering at Puffing Billy night trains. Mm -hmm. And we would come home on a summer's night like this day's been. Mm. And very pleasant. We'd get two cold glasses out of the fridge and a cold wine and have a glass each uh, on the front veranda with cold red grapes and we'd have possums walking up our trousers taking, <laughs> the, grapes. taking the grapes from our mouths. Oh, they get to know who they live with.
2: Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. And they don't trash the garden.
1: Oh, yes, they have their moments, Mm -hmm. but I tend to leave um, food for them. Right. Um, Like they've got a tree Mm. that's uh, called a cherry plum, but it's a yellow stewing plum, and it's the size of a cherry. Mm. But they love eating it. I never get it to (laughs) stew (laughs) it.
2: Now, we're almost at the end of this little chat. I just... Now I'm going to pick your brain. First of all, if people are interested in buying these seeds, how do they go about it? Seeds. 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 You remember, you asking all the seeds. you...
1: Oh no, no, no. You give they them away. They have to grow as plants.
2: Ah, so you give them away as oh, plants. Oh, you
1: mean the vegetable ones?
2: No, no, the plants that the seeds the plants, that you that you grow into little. Do people buy into, them?
1: Yeah, people come into our nursery and, and where's buy that? Them.
2: Where's that situated?
1: It's on Burwood Highway.
2: It's a long highway
1: ha <laughs> <laughs> it's Infantry Gully. Yeah. It's um,
2: – Do you have a website? The,
1: the, the... Yeah, they do, but I never go on it. I'm no, sorry. No, that's you'll all right. No, that's you'll fine. You'll have to go just Google KES. Knox Environment City. <laughs> Knox oh, sorry, in- Society. society. Yeah. And you'll get a whole – You'll get everything there. there.
2: Yes. So, so if I went there, I could actually get a plant that's been dehusked by Jill Lockwood. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Amazing. And another thing I the want to ask. ladies. From the seedy ladies and the hags. <laughs> yes. yeah, I, could, I, could do, I could do some publicity for you. I'm pretty good at publicity, you know. I could get you. <laughs> now, it, the end of the year is coming. Yes. You told us you're a good cook. Yes. Can you recommend something for Christmas Day yeah, that's for good. us?
1: that's a good one. Oh, I never think too hard about Christmas Day because I've never. Oh, I'll be lying if I say I never put on a roast. I did once upon a time. Mm. But well, later, what's your favourite
2: I'm, recipe? In other words, I what?
1: don't. I don't go by recipes. Oh. I just oh. love
2: cooking this has
1: fallen flat. And this, I put. Um, I put John. whatever.
2: Well, you put whatever. Yeah, Mulligan if, stew. If I'm, An Irish <laughs> Mulligan stew. Is that what you make?
1: No. <laughs> um, Well, summertime here is full of salads. Salads. And things like that. Anything from the garden
2: you recommend people can pick and put in salads, which they're not used to? Well,
1: if you grow nasturtiums, you could pick the flowers. Right. If if you've got um, zucchinis, the flowers. Flowers, yep. And you stuff that Mm. and keep the zucchini on it. Right. Um. And cook it in the frying pan. Sounds That's good. That's very nice. Um,
2: very nice. Yeah, very vegan-ish. Um Yeah, but Except but for the egg.
1: But <laughs> there's lots of things that yeah. you can do. Apparently they use, um, you know, chickpea brine. Yeah, they can. I, I can't think it's I, called aquafaba or I something. I don't know because yeah. I've never got into it. I'm just no. a, a oh, yeah. home cook yeah. who loved doing it and I never really had a recipe. I just did it.
2: Right. Well, Jill, City lady, Lockwood, it's been a pleasure talking to you. What I liked about this chat, or interview, you want to call it interview, is the fact that what you demonstrate is life. The joy of life, the joy of being alive, and the fact that you move from, you know, one thing to another, to another, to another. And as people say, you're born and you die. And what you're doing in between is what's important. And I think you're a marvellous example to anybody listening to this program regarding having a fulfilling life, which will continue to the day you shuffle off this mortal coil. (laughs) Thank you very much, Jill. Thank
1: you for having me.
2: (laughs) My pleasure. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.
0: What's not great is that unless you've got a radio with you, you can't listen to 3CR when you're on it. Until now. The Community Radio Plus app lets you listen to us wherever you are. Get on board and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps.